Welcome to Cash Considerations, the podcast that takes you behind the Las Vegas sportsbook from the guys that actually work behind it with your hosts, Alan Berg, Dave Sharapan, and Matoy Pearson. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Cash Considerations podcast, episode 102. Uh, I am joined, as usual, by the boys. Big Dave, what's going on? Hey, fellas. Uh, you know, a little post-Super Bowl hangover, but we're ready to talk about some other stuff. Yeah, finally. I'm liking it. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, the one, the only, Mo. Big Mo. <laughs> Mostradamus. <laughs> Mo AKA, God. A.K.A. Oh, man. What's going on? Lord Mo. What's, what's the deal? How are we doing? We, <laughs> we got a lot of I, nicknames. I got my teeth kicked in in college basketball, man, but I kept my uh, my uh, uh, morale up high today, so I, I'm feeling pretty good. Nice. Glad, glad to be doing this, man, so I'm ready to rock. Beautiful. Well, uh, like Big Dave said, we're going to give you a brief rundown of the Super Bowl. Um, we're going to talk NBA, finally. Uh, I'm very excited about that. We're talking about the trades and uh, – dip into the future market a little bit where Mo's going to tell you to just bet the Warriors and forget about anything that we talked about. Nope. Shouldn't even be uh, on the show. Won't be long. <laughs> won't be a long segment about who. Uh, I love it. Um, and then we're going to touch on this ridiculous football league that's starting up. Um, there's actually betting lines that are popping up and uh, we'll go for around with that a little bit, but without further ado, let's kick things off. Super Bowl. Uh, I've already forgot what number it is. What was it, 53? Yep. (laughs) Super Bowl 53 was as forgettable as me forgetting which one it was. Um, I I, I still stand by the statement that it's the worst Super Bowl I've ever seen. And it's not because of the score or all these things that people are saying. I just don't think the defenses were really making a tremendous amount of great plays. I just think it was poor execution by the offense – missing guys and just not seeing things and and just nothing really jumped off i mean there was like what was it one red zone possession in the whole game I and mean, that's just bad it was just bad football at least if the defense had caused turnovers and ran them back and set the offense up or whatever but none of that happened it's just it's just so boring mo you got to jump in there i was actually reading an email uh, <laughs> no, it, it was pretty important, man. I think I skipped over it earlier. Are oh, we talking about man. how bad the Super Bowl was? Yeah. Well, I can't – I don't even know. I mean, I I can't piggyback off what Alan said because I wasn't in, uh, totally listening. Um, <laughs> All right. Yeah, then I, just go back to the email. I'll jump in here. Al, I, got, <laughs> I agree with you. Um, it was – you know, some inept offense, but it was some pretty decent defense, and it was one of those – we called it a chess match, you know. Uh, oh, it on, was. On the episode before, you know, with Kyle and, and everything, and it was. But I was surprised at the lack of adjustments. Like, okay, the first quarter, you, you know, it's a fight. You're feeling each other out. You're trying this. You, you know, you had a game plan. It's not working. And there were no adjustments made. And then you're right. There were a lot of passes missed. Um, you know, for the Patriots, the only thing that worked was Edelman. Yep. Um, and I-, I was surprised at their inability to run at all. 
Um, and they're, it didn't seem like they really got, you know, Sony Michelle really going. So it just dragged like the, the whole thing dragged. And I know from a wagering standpoint, we were expecting a lot more in-game action. I mean, it's a Super Bowl, and you know, raise limits and let's fire away. Nobody knew what to do. Yeah. Nobody was betting anything because nothing was happening. I mean, the line stayed the same, you know, for most of the game, other than the total, which at one point I had it down at sixteen and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and, you know, it was, it was like, what's going on here? So, um, as far as the worst Super Bowls, I, I would say definitely top five. I don't know if it was the worst Super Bowl. Um, just nothing because, like, happened. Right. That's my, that's my biggest thing. Like, nothing <laughs> happened. Like, yeah. like, you just watch that game, and, and, and you bring up the chess match thing. And, and, I, and I, from the coaching side of things, I totally believe that. But, but to me, it was like watching 10 minutes – of all those great pieces being on the board, the rooks, the horses, the bishops, the queen, and you were left with Tom Brady and Jared Goff, and they each had four pawns, and one guy had one good piece. And it was just a bunch of movement, and not like nothing happened, man, until they finally made that, you know, touchdown. And it's like, Man, oh, I mean, just brutal. Just an absolute brutal game. I asked this question throughout the game. At any point in the game, did you think the Rams were going to win? No. And I I immediately bet the Patriots at halftime and the under because I said nothing is going to change. Right. And that's the way the game went as far as the betting, too. It was bizarre because at no point – did I think the Rams were going to win the game, even when it was three, three, um, when it was 10 to three and they were driving, I thought, okay, maybe they're going to score here. You know, they, they, they uh, who was it? Cooks made a big play, got a couple mm-hmm. first downs. <laughs> and then when golf threw that ball, you were like, Oh, that's it. I mean, yep. it's over. You know, and everybody in the room was sweating the the overtime as they were driving because if the game goes to overtime, that's a disaster. That's that's the one prop. You know, you just like, oh, (laughs) we can't have it go to overtime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The price was just too high. Um, Goff stinks. He's terrible, man. I'm finally getting to say it. Every week I've been dogging on this guy. He's not good. Yeah, like this, he got completely exposed. And and what's wild is is that McVeigh, we we've been talking about how he's been so innovative, and and isn't it amazing that he literally stuck with what got him there instead of making like major changes, like you know, um, you know Warren Sharp, who I've mentioned on the show a bunch of times, talked about how uh, the Patriots have a they they have the hardest time when you run two tight ends at them. They have a really hard time covering that, and it's like. You got two decent tight ends that they could have tried to go to and just change things up, and he just did, never did. It was pretty crazy. Like I, I was very surprised that – I mean, I think maybe because he was seeing on the field that there's a guy open, it's just Goff's just not finding him. Right. And that's the only thing I can figure is that – and he's a good coach in saying that it's on him, but I think at the end of the day it was on their quarterback. I, I saw Reynolds open a ton. And just never, never looked his way. Never threw him the ball. He was cut across the middle like Edelman does, 
And I'm like, unless there's a zone that I'm not seeing that's off camera, that guy's open. And from what I was seeing, they were doing a lot of down uh, linebackers were crashing down and uh, they were, they were pushing out cooks and, and woods and not letting them really make any runs or any drags and stuff like that. So to me, like that's where you're trying to hit the slot guy or the running back and they would never throw to the running backs. And it's just insane. The whole girly thing is just so bizarre. Like I, the guy, if the guy's not hurt, something happened that isn't being reported. That's, that's wild. Has to be hurt. Has to be right. Has to be. There's no other logical explanation. But did he look hurt? Remember that run he had? Yeah. Did he look hurt? He didn't look hurt on that run. Um, it's hard to say, like, I, you know, whether he had that explosiveness that, that he's, you know, come to know, be known for. I don't know. I, I don't know. But it was as you're watching, you just, you know, we kept questioning what what are they doing? Like, yeah. you know, and, and I mean, to say they were conservative is one thing to say they were just outmatched maybe is another and you're right, Goff did not handle the moment, the pressure um, that, you know, we need you to make a play type thing. There wasn't any of it. There just wasn't any of it. Yeah. The one time he had a freebie was that, that pass to Cooks, and he just it took him way too long to find the read. And then, you know, the guy closed on the ball. I and mean, Cooks is literally waiting in the end zone for the touchdown. And it's just too late. You know? Yeah. Like, it's just crazy. I don't know. But that's that's about all I got to say about that. I don't know. Mo, you got anything to add, or are you still deep in an email? Uh, no, I. <laughs> that, that was I don't know why I missed that, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess the most exciting uh, part of the game was Sam Hecker's eighty-yard punt for the most part. <laughs> everybody made fun of that for a while, and um, yeah, you know, I don't know. I mean, I guess it was a chess match for the most part, but you know, you could see kind of experience reigning in because of. Uh, uh, you know, McVay's good when tempo's going well, and I think uh, they couldn't convert any third downs. So obviously, that could have been golf or a lot of things that the Patriots could have been doing to, um, you know, um, of different personnels on stuff that golf hasn't seen. Obviously, he, he doesn't – it's a pretty big game. It's rough for him to play against a team like this that Belichick is coaching. So, yeah, like I, there was a lot of stuff I thought that the Rams wanted to do but couldn't because of tempo reasons. And then they were just kind of flat all game. So and it seemed like they never pushed the tempo. They never even tried. Like it, it's just well, the they, most bizarre game ever. I think they fight like they. I think Big Dave brought up a drive that they had after they kicked the field goal, and then they had a they had a holding call that Gurley got a first down on. I think that got him into Patriots mm. territory, and then it yeah. pushed him back. And it was just kind of like, man, you know. Um, so they probably had like three or four drives where they looked alive, and then I think the last one was an interception by Goff. And I think everyone's going to remember that one for the most part. But I don't know. I think the Patriots are the Patriots. And if they had to choose their best game to play defense in the Super Bowl, then I'll, I'll buy it for now. But it was it was rough to watch. It was rough, man. It was very uh, – I don't know. There was just a lot of beers being flying. That's all I remember. <laughs> Sweating out props for the most part. James White, I think, got the ball maybe four times total. Oh, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> missed out. We missed out on a that uh, under one and a half yard touchdown. Gronk was at the one man. I that's just a bad spot. The refs are in on it. I know we <laughs> talked about not talking about the refs like that on the show, but you know it, it's it is what it is. But yeah, I think you. I mean, for, please for tell me part, they're not going to get back there next year. 
I mean, seriously, I've just, I, I, I'm, I mean, the Patriots, yeah, it's great. They're great. They're, you know, they've done it enough. Can somebody please in the AFC beat the Patriots, please? It's funny. Every time I, uh, I see uh, someone bet the Patriots and hits the screen here on the ticker, I always just say, well, that's probably good still. <laughs> it's still, <laughs> still probably good. I mean, I, I mean, it's pending, but I mean, they're, they're in good shape already. Yeah, they're gonna lose someday. They're gonna go. They're going down. I mean, Jesus Christ! Uh, the and this they, one is brutal. Like the AFC is not good. Like yeah. I feel like it's the Colts and the Chiefs. Yeah, that's yeah. That's about it. What about the Other Chargers? That, the Chargers? I, I saw the <laughs> I saw the Chargers play in the playoffs. You can cross them off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess if they're gonna be playing on the road, man. Well, I guess at home is the road, so for them. Just, well, I mean, just not making adjustments and stuff. I mean, you, you have to make changes. You just have to. Like, you know, I don't know. Chiefs got to find a defense somehow, or, or they're probably going right back. Um, I mean, for the Super Bowl being as, as defensive as it was, it's it was still okay for the most part, right? I mean, it was still exciting because we were trying to figure out which team would find out how to break the other's team, you know, their Oh, I'm glad you in. found it exciting. I thought it was the worst Super Bowl ever. No, it was horrible. Well, I, I kept thinking about it. I kept saying it every drive, but I kept <laughs> watching it. So, I mean, that the only reason why I kept watching it is because I was like, someone's going to score a touchdown. I'm going to watch it happen. So, it's the only excitement I had other than, you know, like, oh, if it wasn't oh. lopsided, I mean, I feel like if we watched a blowout, it'd be kind of more. Like, you remember when the Broncos played the – the Panthers, like that was fun defense. Like I was watching it. I was watching Von Miller just dominate and like get to Cam Newton, cause turnovers and just like there was a tempo and like an energy. And it, it just was like, oh man, it just, it looked like a team that was trying to make sure that the, like if it was an NBA game, they were just trying to make sure the Rams had a shot clock violation. That's what it felt like. And the same thing on the Rams side of the field. Just, just let's not, let Brady, like, beat us downfield. Let's stuff the run game. He can have Edelman passes all he wants, but we're going to hold him to field goals. Like, it just, man, brutal. Yeah. That sounds about right. <laughs> kind of a good summary of it. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm moving on. We're done with this Super Bowl stuff. We'll talk to NFL. Oh, NFL will be coming no, no time. No time. All right. Well, um, let's touch on this NBA trading stuff. Um I guess we can just kind of backtrack a little bit through um, what's been going on. Uh, Start with the big trade that happened first, I guess. Uh, Tobias Harris um, going from the Clippers to the Sixers. Um, You know, that was kind of the first big kickoff. The Sixers basically gave up um, a couple pieces, but nothing of their, you know, none of their big, their big, big pieces. And now they have, Ben Simmons, Jimmy Butler, Harris, and Joel Embiid. I mean, that's a monster four uh, to compete with in the East. Um, did you guys have any impression of that before we get into the other trades of, of just that trade itself? I like the trade. You know, it, it, it's, it's for now. You know, right. the, 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 a lot of the criticism of it is that, you know, oh, well, you know, he's not going to sign and, you know, well, what are they going to do with Butler and, you know, how, how can they keep it all together? And I, I don't think they're worried about that. You know, they put yeah. themselves in this position. Um, they made themselves better and they're going for it. So I, I like the trade. Um, it's going to make them very formidable in, in a series. 
and um, you know, it gave them something they needed, you know, in, in Harris. So, and they got a nice backup center. They got it, it, there's a lot of good things to come from the trade. Now, whether it ends up, you know, for the process, eh, the process is now. So, yeah, I, I think it made them, you know, I don't know if they're Toronto's equal, if they're uh, Boston, Milwaukee. I mean, they're all good. Is there anyone going to beat any of those four the first round? I don't think so. Man, I, I think, like, with this trade and then the trades we'll get to, I feel like they've, they've pretty much broken off into the four East and then the four, you know, East teams that are going home in round one. I yeah. mean, it's very possible that there's one upset just because, you know, sometimes teams just don't gel at the right time and another team gets hot at the right time. But it's going to be a tough out for anybody that has to play any of these, the, the big four in the East. Um, you know, and, and then, you know, staying with the Sixers, um, they finally traded Markel Fultz um, and they picked up Jonathan Simmons, young player from the Magic, and mainly got the first-round pick, second-round pick. Um, which, you know, if they don't re-sign both of these guys, that's another trade piece for them to get right back in the thick of things, create a new big three, or even create a big four, depending on if they don't keep Harris, uh, maybe keep Harris or keep Butler and lose the other guy. Um, so that was – I thought that was a great trade by the Sixers. I, don't, I really don't know what the Magic were thinking with all the drama surrounding Fultz and the, and the weird injury. Like, just seemed to be a, an odd trade for them to make. For sure. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, you know, I, I'm, of course, really happy with what Toronto did. Um, I, you know, I'm huge. I'm a huge fan of Marcus Gasol. Uh, acquired him from the Grizzlies today. Gave up uh, Jonas Salanchunas and a couple role players. Um, didn't have to give up. Uh, I think we gave up a second rounder. So did got to keep a first round pick. Um, and, you know, that. That's kind of the, one of the big pieces they've been missing for years is a really good center. And I know his, his tires got a lot of wear on him, but with that playoff experience and he's still a really great defensive player, um, I'm, I'm, I'm over the moon with this trade. I would have loved to get Conley in, in there as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, there I, was some serious talk of that too. Yeah, I really would have loved to seen a ship Lowry out to get Conley, but apparently uh, it just wasn't quite rich enough for them to part with him, so, which I understood. Um, does that make Toronto the number one seed? Do you think they get there? Uh, man, I don't think so. I, I'll, I'll, I'll get to that too. Um, I, I, man, I, I just, I, I don't know if that team's really together. I, I kind of feel like Kawhi is very set on going to LA. I just get the vibe that this is the, he's treating this as a rental. I told Mo today, I said, if they get to the finals, they got a shot to keep him. But I think if they if they come anywhere short, then he's gone. And I almost feel like the the team might know that too. So I I wonder if that'll kind of play on them. And then you know I believe Gasol, um, you know I think he might be a free agent if I'm not mistaken. So it's it's an all in play just like Tobias Harris for them, which which is great because I mean that's what they need to do. You know they've they've had such a tough run in the East with having to deal with LeBron that. Uh, you know, like you said, time is now. A process is now for them as well. So, you know, get after it. Um, obviously, the Pacers without Oladipo, uh, they're going to, you know, I mean, they have 36 wins. 
they're they're probably still going to make the playoffs, but obviously not. I don't think in the top four. Uh, none of the four probably want to play them because that'll be a tough series, yes, but a threat to win, no. The bottom of the East between Brooklyn, Charlotte, Miami, maybe Detroit makes it, maybe Orlando makes it. That's Brooklyn, about it. Brooklyn's the team I could see being that team that pulls off an upset. Right. They're they're probably right. going to win a couple games in a series. Yeah, and it depends know. when they win them. Like, if they win them early, right. they're in that series. But if they're, like, you know, they just do the traditional drop two on the road, maybe even pick up the next two at home, they're probably not winning that series. But if they can steal one of those games or even two um, – they they'll be live for sure. I mean, yeah. they're playing some great basketball out there. Yep. Um, yeah. But but I I still like the Bucks, man. I I mean, what what Giannis is doing, um, they're they're incredible at home. They've shown they can win on the road. They got a good they got a good series out of Boston last year. Boston just seems like they got players that I, I just don't think they have a leader. The team hasn't gelled the way they hoped. Uh, Gordon Hayward just isn't himself. Um, maybe he just needs more time. Maybe he needs a change of scenery. I don't know what's going on there, but they, they just don't feel like it. And it, and I find it hilarious that I told Mo too that, that I feel like the Celtics were the big loser today. Uh, the Bucks and Raptors and Sixers all got better in the last two days. The Celtics did not. Right. And then they lose at home on a buzzer beater to the Lakers. I mean, it was just like the most fitting end. To, right. their, to their trade day uh, today. So, um, but I, I would rate my top four as Bucks. Um, oh, man. Bucks, I'm going to barely give the Raptors the edge um, over the uh, Sixers and then Celtics would be my top four right now in the East. I agree with you. That's, ex- that's the order I have them in. I have Bucks, Raptors, Sixers, Celtics. Um, the Celtics, you know, it, when it comes down to it, 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 the Celtics may be able to beat the Bucks. I, I, I don't think they will right now, but they could. Raptors, Sixers, man. I mean, the East playoffs. We'll talk about that. It's going to be oh, it's going to be great. It, basketball, it's going to be man. really good, yep. entertaining basketball, very engaging, and the outcome is in doubt, which is what, what all we want, right? Sure. I mean, yeah. You know, from 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 a fan standpoint, let alone from a wagering standpoint. <laughs> Give us a shot. Like, let's let's enjoy it, you know, because when we talk about the West, we already know, you know, it's kind of the same thing. You know, probably the first round is almost decided, and then it's going to get interesting. I hope. I hope. Yeah. I mean, you know, until Mo tells us that the Warriors are going to just roll and – We might as well drive that car in there right now. That's what this whole drive over to Mo's side of the street. Here we go. That's, that's what this whole thing should have been about in the first place. I mean, I didn't even want to get into the West, but it just kind of got uh, included in there. But, um, no, everything you guys were saying about the East is right, and it's just good to see, like, four four teams – well, three teams. Obviously, the Celtics have already been pretty good for the most part, but three teams that actually have, like, the pieces, and they're trying to put it all together for this run because, you know, obviously LeBron's gone, and they're trying to, they're trying to run their own regime here at the top, so – it's good to see all these guys uh, picking up a lot of the, the right pieces to uh, to make a run after the All Star break. So I'm definitely excited to see the East for sure. Any new names? I I feel like the Raptors deserve it the most personally. Uh, how many times they've been there in the last few years and I uh, just came up short. Um, but yeah, Giannis is taking the league over by storm. Who doesn't want to see him in the finals? You know what I mean? So 
Yeah, you know, I, you I know, know I do. I think they're going to pull a draw to whoever they play. And what uh, Dave was saying, uh, I wish uh, Oladipo was playing because they're a wild card out of that four that could have made a push or, you know, you know, knock one of those teams out. Oh, that would have been super dangerous. Right. Yeah. They play, you know, yeah. I, 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 I counted them out as a, as a second round team, you know, to push any, any of those teams uh, to a. It could be this year's Boston, though. Maybe they'll surprise us and yeah. find a way, you know. Yeah, all the role players stepping up. But uh, out of all the teams in the East, I, I I feel like the Harris trade was probably the best. I mean, from a scoring standpoint, he gives you like a whole different element. And I was telling Alan earlier that Butler is a big defensive guy. So, I mean, you got a guy that can play both ways, defend, and then now you got Harris that can actually score. So, you know, Simmons is a great distributor. He can, he's got a, another guy to go to that doesn't just shoot threes, or it's not McConnell. It's Harris, so you know it's something good for the Sixers, I think, going forward. Nice. Well, um, to keep you guys informed, so it's basically the Warriors versus the world. Yeah, that's um, it. Yeah. <laughs> that's it yeah. Warriors are sitting at minus two fifty. Um, is pretty much a, a standard number here in Vegas. Um, we have two thirty at Caesars, um, which I believe might be the lowest, but. Um, and then after that, it's pretty much Bucks ten to one, Celtics ten to one, uh, Rafters are ten to one, uh, Rockets at fourteen to one at Stations, um, Sixers at fifteen to one at CG, Thunder we got sixteen to one, um, Nuggets are thirty to one at CG, and then Lakers and Jazz are forty to one, Spurs are sixty to one. Um, yeah, I mean, you know. We all know what's going to happen, I feel like, is the Warriors are going to win again. But um, I'm just hoping the Bucks, I'm just hoping the Bucks or Raptors get there because I'm a Raptors, <coughs> excuse me, I'm a Raptors fan. But I also have a few tickets on the Bucks at 100 to 1 to win it all. So Bang. I just want to see them get there for that reason. That would be awesome. Right. Um, I'm probably going to have to lay a rough price. I might even try to see if the Bucks can steal one in Golden State, hopefully, and then uh, get a little bit cheaper. But we'll see what happens. Um, I know at our place we can't get a bet on the Jazz. They're the they're the team in the West that like there's no interest on. I mean the Spurs got hot. We got some bets on them. The Clippers were hot early. We got some bets on them. The Thunder, of course. The Nuggets have been, you know, quality team. They they got the you know second best record in the West right now. Um, got some bets on that. The Jazz literally have no interest, and I, I keep bumping the price up to try to entice someone to come in and make a wager on them. No interest at all. <laughs> I, I'm surprised because, I mean, they're a grinder team, and if they, you know, can, like you said, win a road game, that's a tough place to play. Sure. They, they could beat, you know, the three seed if they're the six seed or the four or five series. They can win it, you know, whether it's Portland or, or Houston. I, I don't know. Is Denver going to hold on and get the two seed, do you think, in the West? Um, yeah, I think they do. I think they will. Um, they've been super strong uh, against the teams that they're supposed to beat. And you, right. play, and you play a lot more of those than you do anybody else. So, um, you know, I mean, they're 23-4 and four at home. I know for a fact one of their losses was to the Warriors when they got embarrassed. Yep. Um, but you know, when you're when you're playing like that at home, I, I think it's gonna be a 
a tough road for them to not uh, be sitting in the two seed. The Warriors, I'm sure, at this point will run away with the one. Um, Thunder are playing really good basketball. I just don't know if they have the horses to really make a push at Golden State or any of those teams. And James Harden might be able to put the Rockets on his back. I mean, I, I can see it, man. Like, that guy's easier out dropping 60 on teams. I mean, dude. It's a different game now, though. Oh, you know, yeah. like, I mean, he waltzes through the lane and, you know, bumps into somebody or, you know, looks like he bumps into somebody. He does that three-step backwards and, you know, <laughs> throws. I mean, that's, that's that's a Euro step. Well, you know, times like, time. I mean, I don't know what it is, but it's traveling. It's oh, definitely yeah. traveling. But they, but they definitely wrote traveling. it in. It's been, it's, that's <laughs> the thing. Everybody keeps saying these things, you know, but, I mean, it's been written into the rule. I mean, it's yeah. essentially like the old-school way of traveling no longer exists. So, I mean, you really have to take a fourth step and maybe even a half step to get the travel call. Right. Yeah. You know. And, I mean, uh, I, I'm surprised how freely he moves through the lane. You know, he you, you, you gets a ball top of the key just outside the three-point circle. And, he's shifty, man. He's a smart player for all the critiques he gets. He knows where to be. knows how to get his body in the right positions to get fouled. And, I don't know. 20 years ago, he'd have been knocked down to the floor repeatedly and, and not so – Easily had gone back into there and, and continued to, to get to the free throw line. And my man, he's, he's awesome at what well, he does. The, well, those archaic beasts are gone now. Those guys can't make it up and down the floor in today's NBA. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like the, the guys who played that hard-nosed level of basketball, they're get, they get ran off the court by these athletes. Yeah. And no shot. Who's guarding Giannis from the 80s? Well, forget it. He's a, I mean, you know, there is nobody to guard him now. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, you know, I mean, he can't, the guy is broad. I mean, he's guarding that guy. I mean, the guy blasts through the lane in, you know, a half a second. And I mean, those guys would have no chance. Right. I know that upsets some people, but that's just the fact. I mean, we, we evolve as a human species. Michael Jordan was a giant point guard or a giant shooting guard at 6'6 back in the day. Right. I mean, that's not even a point guard anymore. Yeah, it's definitely a different game. It's it's amazing, um, you know, what we've seen with the totals. I mean, are you, are yeah. you guys kidding me? With Like, when is we going to just, you know, put an overnight line 252? <laughs> it's got to be coming. Oh, like, for sure. <laughs> for sure. No, I mean, it, it was funny the other night. Uh, Mo was telling me, he's like, oh, man, they've got – they're about to hit 82. Isn't that what you said, Mo, 82? Yeah, 81. 81. 81, like two to go. And and at first, I thought he was talking about the Warriors were going to score 81 and a quarter. (laughs) And to show you how far the league has gone, it didn't, like, completely blow my mind. And then when he said, no, no, I'm, like, talking about the quarter, I went, "Ah, all right, whatever. That's not a big deal. (laughs) Even though it was still a big deal, like – it really still didn't it, it, that that's how crazy the scoring has gotten it's gotten to the point where like i don't like almost anything i hear right now i wouldn't be surprised about like if i heard if we're in here tomorrow and 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 you know mo says hey man you know steph curry's hit 15 threes in the first half i'd go yeah okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> right. well, like if that happened in, in 1992 office. people would be like what it's yeah. impossible, you know, right. but I mean, it's just like you said, it's, it's a whole different league. I'm absolutely loving it. I, I can't get enough of this NBA stuff. It's amazing. Watching guys like Giannis and just 
Kawhi, like how he gets in the lane, is so smooth with every motion and just takes like this shot that just looks so simple, but it was all about his spacing and his angles that he took. And to watch like the Celtics when they're like hot and everybody in the floor is making shots, to watch just Joel Embiid just move people around and dribble from the top of the key as a center and just dunk the ball. Like you're like, what is happening? Like what am I watching? <laughs> yeah. Who are these guys? Yeah. It's amazing. It really is. And um, it's not uh, it's not changing anytime soon. No. Like this is what the game has evolved to. Um, I think a challenge, you know, for us as odds makers and, you know, guys sitting behind computer screens taking bets and things, you really have to respect this, the, the, the numbers and the totals. And, you know, you can just start penciling in, listen, we got to move these totals up. I mean, I'm watching the in-game totals. The other night, the Milwaukee in-game total got up to 282 and a half. <laughs> 282 yep. and a half. Yeah, I know. You know, and it got there. It got there. Yeah. So, um, it is uh, it is fun to watch. And, and if you're a, a fan of, uh, you know, some of these teams and the way they play, it's got to be exciting. Um, you know, and then – I don't know. I, just looking at the West, are the Kings going to make the playoffs? Are the Clippers going to make the playoffs? Um, even I Dallas. Should, well, well, uh, who do you want to see make it there at the bottom? I hope the Kings make it. They just deserve to have a moment. That fan base is, is really passionate about the Kings, and, and just they've been so bad for so long. I, even if the Warriors smoke them in four, I just think it'd be great for them to have that energy again and and hope for their future. And they've got some young, really good young players there, man. It would, it'd be cool to watch, I think. They can fill it up, man. That's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Now, the Clippers aren't going to make the playoffs now, are they? Trading Harris and those aren't, guys. Aren't I they? Don't know. Yeah, Clippers are dead. Are they playing for their draft pick? I feel, I feel like I remember hearing that uh, if they don't make the playoffs or something, they lose a draft pick. Oh, wow. Like that. Is that oh, right? That's interesting. I don't know. Oh, man, I can't remember. Yeah. I don't I'll try know. to look it up while we're talking, but um, interesting. Yeah. Like, and, you know, in Dallas and Minnesota are both pretty good teams. I don't think they're, I don't think either one of them is going to make the playoffs. Yeah. It, 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 it looked like they're going to be, you know, two of the teams that are somewhat legit. And, you know, I, I'm, I don't know the Mavericks getting Porzingis is going to be that big of a deal this season. I don't know. But they look like they're on the outside looking in, in a really good Western Conference. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't disagree with it. It just feels like that there's a lot of teams that are logjamming there that have more to play for and more hope than, than the teams that kind of on the outside. I mean, I don't know. It, it'll be interesting, though. I mean, LeBron's not missing the playoffs, just like Mo and I were talking about. That's not happening. No, it can't. Yeah, that's no. not happening. Although, what are they going to be? Uh, six seed highest? Maybe? They'll probably get seven and knock out the Nuggets. Oh, wow. Uh, that's we'll a get, pretty then hot we'll get, take. Then we'll get like. Warriors. Oh, they don't reseed in the NBA. I forgot. Wow. That'd be wild. Jazz and Lakers in uh, round two, six and seven seeds. Oh. Wow. <laughs> there's, the, there's the path for the Lakers to get to the Western Conference final. There you go. It's already been booked. <laughs> oh man. 
Well, um, I don't know, boys, anything else to add here before we uh, move on to the uh, Alliance of American Football? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm on the edge of my seat waiting for Mo's analysis of that. <laughs> well, I'm just, well, I, I have, uh, I got some thoughts going, but yeah, I mean, just if anyone's uh, listening, just stick with the Warriors. I mean, obviously, all the stuff that we just brought up is cool and fine. Um, but the Warriors, we haven't even talked about the Dubs. I think they're on some type of 11-game win streak, and they might not lose again. So take that one to the bank. Oh, they made the list? They're in – well, they, they're like an honorary member, like as, as always. They're like a lock-in. Um, okay. I guess I always got to bring them up again uh, usually, um, you know, just for uh, – for uh, for cast sake, but right, uh, right, right. Yeah, they're uh, they're on a roll. I mean, somehow Boogie's playing well with them. I mean, it's it just doesn't end. Well, they won eleven in a row and lost at home to the Sixers. And oh, then that's they won, right. Yeah, oh, and then they won the last two, and they they put up one forty one on the Spurs the other night just for fun. Oh yeah, we had second half Ove. That's oh, what I was okay. telling Allen about right. that third quarter. Gotcha. Like, oh, no, that's that's pretty cool. <laughs> like, well, yeah, I mean, it's 80 points, dude. 80 points is insanity. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's all I got uh, from the NBA. Uh, although everything's fun until June, so we'll get there when we get there. Right. Very nice. All right, folks. Well, now we have the real – I mean, I know everybody is going to call everyone and tell them, listen in on this because – Everyone's so excited for the Alliance of American Football to start. I know I'm totally kidding, but I just thought we should touch on it because I think it's pretty crazy that this is happening again. It's like the new XFL for any of you that may not know. Um, They're kind of starting this minor league football league that starts right after the Super Bowl, basically. Games start on Saturday. They're actually on CBS. And then the next two on Sunday, I believe, are like CBS Sports Network and NFL Network. Um, They're in different areas of the country. some that have lost teams, such as San Diego. Uh, there's an Arizona Hot Shots team, the Atlanta Legends, the Birmingham Iron, Memphis Express, the Orlando Apollos, the Salt Lake Stallions, the San Antonio Commanders, and as mentioned, the San Diego Fleet. Fleet? So, so you have the coaches are uh, – let's see here. Sorry, lost that page. Um, Rick Neuheisel's coach in Arizona, Brad Childress with Atlanta, Tim Lewis with Birmingham, Mike Singletary with Memphis, already on that. Yes, sir. Uh, Steve Spurrier is coaching Orlando, Dennis Erickson coaching Salt Lake, Mike Riley coaching San Antonio, and Mike Martz coaching San Diego. Wow. So um, a lot of familiar names. Uh, They're trying to build this thing up to uh, kind of be, like I said, the minor league system. For the NFL, um, I've heard the NFL is definitely going to have a ton of scouts at these games. It's a 10-week season, 40 games. Um, uh, the championship game is actually in Las Vegas um, in April, so it's a very quick turnaround. Nice uh, weather. Yeah, MGM uh, made an exclusive deal to do the uh, live betting for this, which I can't wait to see those lines pop Wow. But uh, anyway, we're off and running. There's lines in Vegas. Uh, you can actually bet this stuff. We will have it at Caesars. Um, it's pretty crazy. But right now, uh, you've got like San Antonio is a five and a half point favorite over San Diego. Total fifty three and a half. Uh, that's Will Hill. Um, it looks like. Let's see. 
Uh, and then it, Westgate's got Commanders minus four and a half, total 53 and a half. So there's already like, you know, that the first game we mentioned, there's a one point difference in town. Um, and the totals dropped a ton from what MGM, MGM actually had the openers. And I think it was the Salt Lake game went from like 67 and a half to 53. Whoa. So Whoa. Um, there's Whoa. definitely going to be some interesting uh, uh-huh. shots, I think, that you can take in this stuff. So definitely keep your eyes on it if you're out there betting on it. I, I think you're going to see some line moves for sure. But um, I don't know, Big Dave, uh, do you know much about this? Have you heard anything about this? And did I just fill you in with a bunch of information you didn't know? You did. Uh, okay. It was very informative, and uh, <laughs> uh, I'm just glad that, uh, you know, you mentioned the teams and the cities. It sounds like some cool names went on the website and saw some emblems and some uh, logos that look pretty interesting. Um, Wagering-wise, we had a brief discussion about it as far as limits and things. Uh, I think you'll find the limits are going to be very small. Um it's going to be like arena football, probably at least the start where there's probably very few people that know about it, but the ones that do will take advantage of it sure. and hit some soft lines. A challenge I know, you know, from our side of the counter is it's football. There's interest in it. People are going to want to bet on it, but how do we handle it? Because, you know, we can sit around and make the lines or at least come close to what the market comes for a lot of the sports, especially the ones that you're pretty much in charge of or in, in terms of paying attention and watching. Sure. This is brand new. This is, yeah. th- this is tough. Like this is, you know, I'm, I'm impressed that there's lines out just sides, totals and money lines. Um, and you know, it'll be pretty standard as far as, um, you know, that'll be offered. I'm very surprised there's going to be in-game. Um, that'll You're right. That'll be very interesting to watch. Are there any name players that we would all recognize that are in this? We don't know. Mo? Anything. Uh, well, for the most part, um, as far as Trevor Knight, he's uh, anchoring the quarterback position on the hot shots for Arizona. So I think that's one of the bigger names as far as quarterbacks, which is un- unfortunate. well what what, real quick what's cool is is that i don't know if you know this either big dave but they're kind of trying to structure these teams around like where some of these guys went and played uh college football okay which mo will get into as he as he's going through here okay uh and then uh because uh yeah me and alan went through most of them yesterday and we either got a good laugh or there was some ooze and ahs. (laughs) (laughs) for for the most part the one that uh we laughed at was Trent Richardson is playing running back for Birmingham, um, obviously an Alabama deal. And then uh, Blake Sims, who was there before he went to South Florida, he was at Bama. He's quarterbacking the team. So um, as far as that tandem, I mean, it seems like a fadable team. But I think the one that I seen that me and uh, Alan were looking at last night was Greg, Rick, uh, Greg Ward Jr., who played for Houston, and he basically did everything for Houston when um, uh, Tom Herman was there before Herman left. And the kid can play receiver. He can play running back. He can play wide receiver. And he's with San Antonio, also based out in Texas. Uh, And this is probably, I think, the guy that everyone's going to be watching for the most part and the team that I 
uh, heard that's been getting the most hype, which is San Antonio. So I think if anyone's listening, Greg Ward Jr. is a, is a guy that people should be looking out for uh, in the AAF season. Are they that. playing in NFL stadiums, boys? I think it's all college. Okay. To, to okay. my knowledge. Okay. Um, well, except for the Qualcomm. I didn't even know oh, that. Oh, right. Told yeah, the old Charger Stadium. Yeah. That's okay. Insane. Yeah, the old Charger Stadium. But that is where uh, San Diego State plays, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's by oh. default become a college stadium. Right. Oh, Aaron uh, Murray is the quarterback for the Legends. In right. Okay, Georgia. so that's another That's another big name. Yeah, they, they've really – I think that's very smart. I think that can get fans to come out because, you know, they have the memories of – when these guys were great players was pretty much in college, which is yeah. why they're in this league in the first place. So um, I thought that was really smart on their, on their part. And I, I think they, I think they have done it in a way that they're going to um, have a decent product. Um, I have to real quickly go over some of the rules and I am a huge fan of their rules. So uh, there's no television timeouts. Um, that's a good said, start. They said that that's going to be about 60% fewer full screen commercials. Um, or wet action. Yeah, sweat action. <laughs> Live wagering, man. Get on it. Yep. Um, yep. One of my also favorites, there will be no kickoffs. The ball wow. starts at the 25-yard line. Um, if you want to go for an onside kick, there are no onside kicks. Um, you get uh, the ball – um, I believe at the 35, I think, and then you got, it's fourth and ten. Wow, I believe is what they what they went with. Um, although this thing's telling me something. So, so you get the you score a touchdown. You say I want to go for an onside kick. You get you got to make a first down, ten yards. Right. Oh, it looks like they changed it to uh, the own 28 yard line, and it's fourth and 12. Ooh. So you got to get the first down or it's, or it's their ball uh, from wherever, obviously, the ball is. So I think that's pretty great. Um, play clock's 35 seconds instead of traditional 40. Um, there are no extra points. You have to go for two after each touchdown, oh. which could be interesting for some spread purposes. So we've eliminated um, kickers. Uh, they, they do have field goals. Okay. There are field goals, okay. yeah. Um, just no, nothing else, which is perfect, and that's where we should start in the NFL, folks. Let's get rid of all this other nonsense and kick field goals. Eventually, we'll get rid of those two. Um, yeah, so basically, um, they said, too, that they went with uh, – they talked to people uh, that watched the NFL and got the plays that they just don't really care for and what their biggest complaints were. And they said they didn't really do it on the, on the safety aspect, but it was more of just the, the fan interest in, in particular plays in the NFL game. Wow, so I'm not alone apparently out there. Imagine that these yeah. crazy takes that I always have. Right, um, four playoff teams. The top two teams for each conference play in the playoffs, and then the championship game, like I said, is in Vegas at Sam Boyd Stadium. Uh, yeah, so should be interesting. Um, and they're all nationally televised. They already have a TV yeah. contract. Uh, wow. They well, I think uh, one of them is like. Um, I think one of them is like on the Bleacher Report streaming app, I believe. Okay. A couple of the games. So um, there might be some confusion on where to watch particular games and stuff. Um, But as far as I know, um, like the first two games are on CBS, but it's like you get the local game. Okay. And then uh, 
a lot of games are on CBS Sports Network or NFL Network, and then I think the Bleacher Report app. And I think those are all of the um, the networks, I believe, but I'm not 100% sure. It's football and it's on TV, so you know people are going to bet on it. Sure. Yeah, that's a guarantee lock. Yeah. That's without even saying. It's the short turnover, too. So anybody that's a degen or a freak, uh, it's only like a week turnover from any money they lost or won in the Super Bowl. So, you know, you could – and I like how they have players that you know. So, I mean, a lot of these guys that have somewhat of an idea are going to bet just because – they know some of the names of the players. I mean, it's it's insane. Right. The whole thing is incredible, man. Wow. I'm going to be a part of that, too. I'm not saying that to make fun of these guys. I'm, I'm going to be in that same realm here shortly of getting mad at dumb calls. So. <laughs> have we I, even talked about the refs? Like, are the refs going to be any good here? Or what, what's going on there? Oh, I can't imagine they're going to be any good. The ones that, play, that are in the NFL are good. So how are these guys going to be that good? <laughs> oh, man. It's going to be sick. <laughs> oh man, I, man. Yeah, Mo, super action junkie love yeah, it right I could, probably, I could probably wait and uh you know at least think about it for the first couple games but i i need to know what's going on immediately um, whoever, whoever did their logos and stuff i think people in vegas need to reach out to these people because this city can't make a good logo right Knights has been good. I'm okay with that one. But, man, the, the last couple ones, have been the new UNLV logo and the baseball team logo, man, those are brutal. Yeah. yeah the new UNLV logo is not a yeah best. Man. Definitely not the best. Yeah. Reach out. Find these guys. They've made better logos. <laughs> <sighs> All right, boys. Well, I think that's a good spot to possibly wrap things up. You guys uh, got any other uh, tidbits you want to get out there to the people? Mo. Duke, I want Virginia Saturday. Oh, yeah, we, go. I, I, we got. I mean, it's the game of the week. It's the game of the week. <laughs> there is no such thing. Come uh, on. That's all right. All right. I'm silent. Just I'm Saturday, silent. baby. Just relax, Al. We just got to get it out while we can, because there are people that are curious what Mo thinks. Duke, Virginia. What's the line? Who wins the game? Um, and it's funny. Uh, Duke, I think, was a small favorite even at home against Virginia. Um, I think Duke's still a small favorite here, even though they're on the road. No way. You don't think so? No, I think it comes Virginia one or one and I a half. I think it's Duke one. That's wow. Okay. All yeah, right. personally, that's what I think. But it's not too far off. Obviously, we're on the same track as it being close, and obviously off what the uh, the line was to begin with uh, in the first place. But um, you know, it just you know, as far as the game that uh that they played earlier. A lot of missed three-pointers, uh, slow tempo, the way that Virginia usually plays. Um, you know, it's tough. These are games that Coach K usually shows up in, gets his players ready for. And, you know, I, I hard to say for me because I, I think I've given out enough losers on college hoops on this already. <laughs> this year we haven't been talking about it, but I have. Um, but I think I'm going to pick Duke on the road. Um Virginia is just solid, and, you know, they got that guy back from last year who got injured. I think one of their guards who, you know, just keeps them up as far as the points, you know, it's ten times better than what they were last year without him, obviously. But, uh, yeah, I think Duke uh, with Williamson and Barrett, they just, it's just hard to, to, to corral them late in games, and I think it's going to be another close one till the end, um, and I think Duke's going to come away with the victory. All right. I'll go opposite you. I'll say Virginia gets it done. 
You think they're going to smoke them? No, I don't think they're going to smoke them because I, I don't think Duke can be smoked the the the, uh, <laughs> the way they're built. I just don't think it happens. Like uh, they're going to be hanging around. They're going to hang around. But I think in a game like this with Virginia's defense, the freshmen will, you know, this will be the game that gets Duke right. Like. They'll lose, and then they'll win the rest of their games or whatever until they have to play North Carolina at the end of the season or whatever. Like this, this is going to be a, a big test, and I think Virginia will win. And then they'll peak, and they'll, you know, be a one or two seed and lose in a Sweet 16, something like that. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's, that's, a, a, yeah. that's, that's an early February cake, but, yeah, that's the, way, that's the way this one feels like to me. I just know, you know, from – watching all the college basketball and staying in tune with the lines and, and watching these teams play. I can't wait to actually watch a game between these two heavyweights. Like it's going to be very entertaining. And who doesn't like watching Zion play? I mean, you know, I, I can only hope he doesn't go to the Knicks and get ruined, but you want to talk about a, a machine who's another freak. This guy's going to be incredible. Yeah, I uh, no, I I figured that the game they lost against Syracuse is pretty brutal, and uh, they've been playing pretty well off of that loss. Um, but yeah, no, it's funny that uh, we were talking about the line because Maddie has Virginia right now here uh, through our advanced college uh, basketball games, and Virginia has a one and a half point favorite. Oh wow! <laughs> so that is good, and uh, you know, obviously people are going to be pounding Duke uh, squares. Uh, like my like the ideas I just had about the freshmen, <laughs> but <laughs> the freshmen. Um, but you know, uh, it's it's going to be great. The first game was incredible. Uh, there was a last second basket that probably shouldn't have counted. That counted. I don't know if you've seen those last few games, uh, Dave, uh, where uh, Oklahoma covered against. Uh, oh man, Gam- gambling Twitter. I mean, if any, we have any listeners that are on there. Wow, went crazy. I mean, and rightly so. Those weren't good. Well, I had Oklahoma plus three, so Ooh, it was probably was uh, or well, it counted in my favor. But I think it was the only three that I've seen at the buzzer where I didn't start screaming because I said, "Wait a minute, hold on, are they going to go? You know, check it out." And uh, I could they they started the handshake line so fast. I just said, "Get the hell out of there!" I mean, just leave right now because they put the three on the board, <laughs> and I seen the coach talking to like one of the other coaches, like it was a pretty good game. I mean, you guys almost got us there. And uh, in reality, they got me there. Uh, right. The, the, <laughs> and then, you know, two days later, um, our, our our guy Neil's telling me about this the, the Creighton game, and uh, we oh. thought it was like two foul shots that got in there. I, I stopped watching it when I went to OT, and I mean that one was way worse. Like that one wasn't even close, and right. it still counted. Forgot that that Creighton one was brutal, man. That was unreal. Yeah, it, and it's. Something's got to be done. You know, I mean, forget about the fact that we work in the gambling industry and things like that. Just get it right. Like, you know, AB said it for years with the replay in the NFL. Just get the call right. And they just run off the court and be like, yeah, it didn't matter the game. So, okay. But it matters, doesn't it? I mean, oh, like, yeah. it matters. It all matters. I mean, there's probably been – I'm assuming there's been plenty of times where a basket counted where it didn't have to do with the point spread and no one cared at that time. But, right. I mean, two two times within three days where it does, like – And it was the same ref, Mo. No, it wasn't. You're kidding. It was You're the kidding. same Dave, ref. Don't, don't tell me that's real. 
<laughs> it's I don't even it I don't want to know if that's real or it's not. It's it was the same guy. Dude, yes. I, need his, I need his name and his information. Uh, <laughs> what's this guy's name? I don't know his name. He I'll probably look it up after. Him. I know yeah. we're trying to close out the show. My business. right. All right. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm, gonna look, I'm looking him up. <laughs> I gotta know this guy. This is unbelievable. Yeah. Same ref. Same week. Two times. Come on. You can't, you can't even make it up. And, I know, like when they give the sign when it counts, like the the finger motion. Like, yeah. That's oh, good. Yep. It's good. We're it's out good. of here. Now get to the showers. Let's go. Oh, we got. We got it. We got it. The handshake line formed so fast, fast. in my life. They're already oh. out, halfway out of the building after the three went in. <laughs> and the OU in the. I said, "This is uh, unbelievable." Jesus. I got to give you credit, Mo. You bring such an energy to the show because you still wager on these games and you still have action. <laughs> oh and stuff. yeah. Like yeah, AB and I are old, and you know <laughs> we got kids and we got all these other things, you know and. You still bring it like that. I, 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 I got to thank you, you know, on the air while we're talking about <laughs> it for, for providing that energy that, you know, because most of us, you know, at least in the room, you're like, oh, no, wait, what? That, that, <laughs> wait. And then it's like the phone rings and did you guys grade that right? Oh, stop. Yes. Well, they counted it. Yes. <laughs> We were all waiting on Don Best to do their uh, usual score correction. Right. Oh, cool. Wait for that. Yeah. Oh. And uh, there was no, no, there was none nope. coming in right. at any time soon. So we were, I was pretty elated. Uh, oh, and then awesome. the fact that we didn't have to go back and ungrade anything uh, either, I guess it's fine too. But right. Uh, <laughs> winning it though was, I didn't cheer. I was more in awe. I was like, it, he, there's no way, you know, like. And uh, yeah, the coach is telling their star player like, "Well, you'll probably get us next time." You know the, you know, yeah. whatever. whatever. <laughs> like, you know, you were right there, not close, but you're close. It's so funny for the gamblers. You know, you always remember the losses like that. It's nice to hear that you had the other side and it actually went your way. Yeah, yeah. No yeah. one really reminds anyone about that. That happens too. Sometimes well, it's funny you get a break. It's the uh, it, obviously it's the winners that um, uh, you know that should be happening more often for most. Um, but it's that one because it happened in such a ridiculous way that, uh, I think I'll keep forever cherished in my soul. <laughs> there you go. Um, but there's probably winners I had like four days ago that I probably couldn't tell you. Like, well, maybe you can't. I don't know. I don't remember. I think it got there. Possibly. Oh, that's funny. But yeah, that, uh, you know, two out of three days, man. I mean, you're talking about a, you're talking about a business that's growing every day. Like we're all going to notice. So right. Simple as that. Bring us home, Al. Well, my last point was uh, the Clippers. <laughs> the Clippers do lose their first round draft pick to Boston if they make the playoffs. So if I they think you're make gonna... the playoffs, correct. It's protected one through fourteen. Oh, tank a palooza right there. Tank a palooza. Right. Fade it. the right. Clips. Yep, that's yep. done. They're gone. <laughs> that was great. All right. Well, for the boys signing off. Thanks for listening. Peace. Go Virginia.